0: Welcome to London Runway Style. Each episode we look at a feature you can find in our pages or conduct an interview with a notable person in fashion. If you want to listen with a visual aid head to londonrunway.co.uk for a digital or print copy. Today we're talking Dr Sarita Bond. How are you today? Great, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Just for the benefit of our listeners could you tell them who you are, what you do and where you're from? sure sure so hello
1: everyone i'm dr sarita bond i am a global project management consultant um, where i help businesses succeed in their global projects and fine-tune their strategy but i also help women see their way in the project management industry giving them tips and best practices on how to navigate the global landscape Uh, moving up careers, career mom balancing, all of it, Uh, but I'm also a sustainable fashion brand owner and advocate, yes, and author, and mom of a little toddler who drives me crazy, and um, caregiver slash wife to my husband, so I'm based in Austin, Texas, USA, and I say as of now because I love to move around, (laughs) but I live in LA, Dubai, Atlanta, but Texas is home for now.
0: I love that. I think there's one word for what you are, and that is busy.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. cool. I am addicted to multitasking. That's my problem.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think many of us can relate. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about your clothing brand.
1: Yes, yes. So I've been in the clothing industry for about... Um, It doesn't even seem 20 years, but 20 years is like, I guess, five, really. (laughs) But 20 years. um, And it's Lipstick Killers Collection. It's my fashion brand. And I changed over to a sustainable model um, because of the the impact fashion has on the environment. It's just brutal. Uh, So I wanted to do something on my side to to level that playing field and to, to basically get back to the earth. Um, we care about the earth. I want to leave a earth for my daughter to grow up in. Mm-hmm. you know. And I just wanted to change it to a sustainable model. So, of course, we still, you know, we source locally as much as possible. But we do have some um, overseas resourcing. But we are certified carbon neutral. Amazing. Um, so- Offset our carbon footprint. We uh, tra- uh, plant trees. We try to clear plastic out of, um, of the oceans, and I work with EcoCart and Greenspark, Spark, um, sustainable companies like carbon neutral companies. They actually like set yeah. us up with like companies that we can connect with to contribute to their cause. So, and it's all like based off of our sales. Um, we can actually offset our emails, offset our newsletters. Like it's, wow. it's so, yeah. So, and it's like, okay, yes, let's offset our carbon footprint
0: with fashion.
1: So yes, that's yeah. my my brand
0: yes. I love that so much. How did you even go about changing an established brand to be sustainable?
1: Oh my goodness. It was such a hard process. Um, so <laughs> Um, I think it was uh, 2014, 2015. Oh, no, maybe even sooner or older than that. It's been so long. Um, But um, the carbon neutral space was pretty brand new at that moment, but Mm. was kind of gaining traction. So a few companies had contacted me and I did some research on them as well. But the first company that contacted me was Blue Dot pale blue dot and they were talking about the process how to get carbon neutral so a lot a lot of paperwork had to be done um Mm -hmm. our logistics where do you get your sourcing from where do they get their sources from um where do you know like uh wholesale and and how does that look like like really breaking down the operations of everything we do in order to get the products on our website and out to the customer that had to be totally breaking down so that way they can come up with the goal like okay so in order to offset your carbon footprint you need to make this amount of sales or you need to um contribute to this amount so that's how it started and once we filled out all of that paperwork went through all of our logistics our operations the resources the wholesalers everyone all of the sourcing companies finally finally (laughs) we became certified and carbon neutral and i think our first um first offset was like uh 300 or 3000 uh metric tons of like carbon in the air or something like that Mm -hmm. it was so exciting um, and once i seen that i was like ah oh, it's just it's just that knowing that the impact you have when you get those impact numbers it's so beautiful
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so
1: beautiful you're like wow. oh my God, i it's 75 tree to, trees today hey
0: like let's oh my do it. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> amazing that's incredible um do you have any specific tips for brand owners who might be thinking about going that route themselves
1: yes so this is the thing um And I know that there are a lot of companies that are doing what they can from the sustainability side. Um, But one one thing that, and this is why I say I'm an advocate for it because do it authentically. Don't say Mm -hmm. that you're taking back clothes and recycling, and then they're just ending up in a huge landfill in Africa somewhere because right. that is happening that's the problem mm-hmm. that is happening so um be authentic with your goals and just try to nail down what specifically you need to do you don't need to be you know go the full gamut and, and do something super complex carbon offsetting is not that complex it's a lot of paperwork and a lot of tracing but once it's done it's done carbon offsetting is easy also, you can try to go to more sustainable fabrics. We have so many different fabrics coming in. We have the hemp fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I've seen something that came up recently called mushroom cotton or something. I was like, what?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, like, pine <laughs> <fabric>. like, <laughs> like organics, like we're really getting it now. Technology's moving. We're really yeah. like, as a, as a people doing our best. So tap into that. Of course, those fabrics may not be as cheap (laughs) as our current ones. (laughs) There's There's a cost involved, but this is because it's in the, you know, we're still in the baby phase of this. We're still, we're still learning. We're still getting through this. So, uh, definitely expand out into like different like fabrics that you can use, Environmental, environmentally friendly um, options are just, you know, they're they're becoming more and more mainstream. It's not just, you mm. it's mainstream. It's not niche. So um, do some research and, and get into what you can do to make your impact. As small as it may be, it still makes an impact. You're doing something.
0: That's incredible. And I think this is a really good point to segue into as we're talking about advice for fashion brands, your project management company.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I um so I'm I well, of course, you know, I work and everything, but you know, side hustle queen too. <laughs> yes. So as a consultant, I love the international space, and I learned a lot about the international space while working in Dubai, and that's how like consulting kind of mm. came fruitful to me, because I didn't know so much about how those those different markets navigate, and then of course they didn't know how we navigate as well. Even though like you know U.S. Mm. is like very popular, and all business is done in English and things like that, still, right. still so many learnings from each side. So that international project space is just like paramount to me um and so that's where the consulting came in but then also i think because i'm such a lover of fashion i love fashion it's my number one passion that was the first thing i ever done um and the first passion that i did have was fashion how can i incorporate project management which pays the bills to (laughs) fashion so that's like so now with the fashion project management I feel like if companies do want to go into that sustainable model, you need a project manager to help you get there because these are yeah. complex projects. And that's where project management comes in because we know how to break down something that's extremely complex, a global project, something dealing with international markets and software and this and that and this and that. We know how to break that down into a project that can be achievable, achievable and done right we can get it done yeah like (laughs) like it's it's a horrible word but we're executioners like we execute we get things done (laughs) as project managers (laughs) so if your fashion company wants to go to a more sustainable model you need a project manager to help you get there which is you know which will be perfect and that's why my consulting <laughs> can help you do that too um and you know we use like the latest software things like that you know we really dig into the strategy of what the company is trying to achieve um like what are your goals what strategy do you want to go like all of that like that's included in the consulting because these are the things that you don't necessarily think about We're as project mm-hmm. The ones that like looking at all the details to try to get you to where you want to go. So, and fashion and project management go hand in hand. Well, project management is in everything. I say it's in every facet of your life. It really is. I use project management in my real life too, <laughs> in my home. Yeah. Life, say. <laughs> I, love
0: that. I love that. And because, you know, fashion brands people who are designers are quite often creative people Mm -hmm. who are not necessarily going to be on that organized kind of side of things so it's a great fit I think for people that just need that extra push yes
1: yes yeah and that's the thing like I've seen um I I did a a YouTube uh, series or IGTV series um and they were like how can I be a creative and still tap into project management or use project management Mm -hmm. on the creative side but the thing is, is that with project management, you are already doing it. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. <laughs> you're already doing it. So someone that's a creative, okay, you're someone that's like a, a music artist for for instance. And they're creating music. Okay, you created music. You created this product, your, your, you know, your your song, your your beat or whatever. You created this thing. But then like you're going to market it, right? So you have a plan for that you're going to put it on different platforms. You have your distribution, your logistics for that. You're going to do shows. You're going to do event planning if you want to do that, or hire someone to do that. It's like you already you you do have it. You have it there. It's just all over the place, yeah. probably. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you have that those like that's those little tiny pieces of things that you know that you got to do as a creative. You have that done. Same with the, the, the designer too. They're, you know, doing the sketch. They're doing the um the idea, the idea. Then they put it to paper. And then they're like, okay, how am I going to get, am I going to sew it or I'm going to get someone else to sew it? You know, like things like that. It's just like these steps in your process are project management related. It's Incredible. Easily transferable.
0: And so who are your kind of ideal clients? Oh, man, I love
1: um, businesses that are, um, they can be small to medium, or it can be big big businesses, but businesses that just need that, like, okay, they have an international idea or project and don't want to go with it then you need to talk to me. <laughs> I am right here waiting for you. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so people that have like an idea, not exactly sure where to go, or you already have like a project management office or a PMO is what they call it. If you have a project management team, but um, you know, the strategy, maybe all, maybe things aren't working now, you need some clarity, you need some organization, mm-hmm. things like that. Those are like my ideal customers, people that either have an idea and not sure exactly how to do it from a strategic perspective, or they want to start from scratch, or they need to rally it all together. Um, those are like my ideal clients. It'll be businesses. It could be businesses or so, even like other consultants. Some consultants need a consultant <laughs> to help with <laughs> their project too, because they may be stuck. Anyone that feels like stuck and unorganized and just like really need some help. Those are like my ideal
0: clients. Incredible. So, if you're listening and that suits you, <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you mentioned like you talk about this international stuff and you said you got that idea when you were in Dubai. And actually, there's some kind of I don't know, there's something in the water in Dubai because someone we spoke to recently for the podcast also um started their business idea in Dubai. Mm-hmm. I've spoken to other people as well. What is it about Dubai? Do I need to go there right now?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, a, I tell you what, it's beautiful. It's, um, but it's very different. It was so, it was kind of like, I didn't know what to expect. I watched the YouTube videos. I listened to Drake talk about Dubai <laughs> you know, and his songs. And you have this perception that, oh, okay, you go over there. It's just like gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. But when I got there, because you know, I'm like, I'm like a hundred thousand percent American hunty. Okay. Like it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> total, total American. <laughs> so they can they spotted me a mile away.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like, oh, you're American, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> as soon as I start talking, <laughs> <going>. but um, <laughs> but it was um, it's very different. And I would say this. It made me really realize who I was as a person. I have never, and of course, you know, we we all live in these places where, like, it's a melting pot. You know, especially growing up in America, growing up in in London. I I, I assume it's the same thing. It's a melting pot. You do see people from different cultures. Mm-hmm. It's a normal thing, but it's different when they say in Dubai because I just I've never been around those people is so closely. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I have friends from all over the world that are truly from those places. And it's beautiful because we are related and we can relate on so many things. And people, I realized that people are the same no matter what. We have the same family drama. We like the same music. We like the same food. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> We're just, <different. laughs> And it makes you think it makes you think about yourself and like, where have I been and the perceptions that I had. It changed me as a person. It made me more American, too, because I had to fight for my America. And it was a lot of arguments. <laughs> it was a lot of arguments. Why you do this? Why you do that? Well, why you do this? And why you do that? Like, don't talk about my country. I won't talk about yours. So, you know, it was a lot of yeah. arguments. But it made you focus. And it made you, you know, it made me more of a person like, okay, I appreciate where I'm from, but I also appreciate the rest of the world, too. And I respect everyone now. I know how to deal with different cultures. Um, and speak with different cultures and be social around different cultures because everybody does things differently everybody speaks differently you know things like that it just made me such a well-rounded beautiful person and when it comes down to the business side of it there were so many differences on the business side that I was just like Mm oh no 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 because in America we're like we get things done fast you know like we don't you know it's most of the time most of the time you know, things are done like in a very, very fast pace, like if we need something right. to fixed, it's going to be fixed within like four hours. Like, you know, and over there, they're like, oh, no, we have to do this, this and this. It's going to take up to 30 days. That drove me crazy. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <what>? No. <laughs> like How do people know this? <laughs> How can we make this better? How can we make this better? I see so much room for improvement, but I also see a lot of advancement. It's so many sharings that we can do from either side. It's beautiful. It's just a beautiful thing, and that's what Dubai brought me. It was a lot of drama, and you know the difference in the culture and things like that. And you know, like I did go through a lot there mentally, being tested. You know, like people speaking to you any type of way, and you know, it's just it's just different culture. Mm. I, I felt insulted a lot, um, but. I would I do not regret that experience it taught me so much about myself as a person and as a business owner and I appreciate Dubai for that
0: okay well if you hear some clicking in the background that's just me booking my flights so oh well no <laughs> 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 really oh, oh, let you know it's hot as hell okay <laughs> oh well okay <laughs> now, now I'm having second thoughts <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why like, i I was here for almost three years And when my contracts were finally up, and they were like, "What do you want to do?" I was, "I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home." (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's been real. I'm ready to go home (laughs) because it was hot, hot, hot. Like, well, in America, (laughs) 130 degrees, 125 degrees. So I guess in uh, Celsius, it's like 60,
0: 50, 60. No, we got oh no, super, super,
1: duper, duper hot. Like. I can't explain
0: it okay Okay, yeah well okay I'm staying I'm cancelling my flight I'm staying home
1: (laughs) oh do not go in the summer the best time to go I would think is like their winter and when winter being like 70 80 degrees it's like it's like spring it's beautiful that winter moment is uh I would say probably November December to like February. Other than that, once it start hitting like March, April, that's when the summer kick in, it's on. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm staying here, I think. Um, And just as a, I mean, a segue, I guess, um, long time readers of the magazine will know that I'm an author myself. So I really desperately want to ask you about your books, how they came about, what are they about? Mm-hmm. And what has that whole experience been like for you?
1: oh, I love talking to other authors. I'm like, like, oh, I'm just like fanning. Um, So my first book was uh, actually my doctoral study. Oh, okay. Like it took five years to create this study and all the research. I'm going to turn that to a damn book. Uh Uh-uh, no. (laughs) I'm like, that's a book (laughs) because it is. Um, so that's my first book, and that's on international project strategies to reduce the negative impact on triple constraints. I know it's super long. <laughs> <laughs> that's how like the whole international project strategy, my consulting agency, all of that kind of like fruit, That that's one of the fruits of that book for my doctoral study. So that's yeah. my first book. Now My second book, which is completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it's called um and i'm still still in revisions phase but it's going to copy editing soon so it's
0: oh exciting really
1: brutal time for me right now um yeah. it's unleash your inner bad bitch uh
0: <laughs> yes yes
1: and i'm looking at this as a guide to use project management in your life and how to navigate mm-hmm. work environments how to navigate Um, career momhood, how to navigate just like tapping into that inner bad bitch within you to go ahead and get you to where you need to be. Because I get asked so many times, like, how do you do this all and all that? It's hard for me too. And I'm sharing, Mm -hmm. I am transparent in this book when I'm talking about my experiences. It's hard for me too. I'm one of you. It's not easy for me. Don't let the you know, the cute pictures fool you. It's hard. <laughs> <out there. laughs> yeah. So, and, but I need something to tap in and I feel like project management helped me do that. And there's also a lot more content in there as far as like the issues I went through at work and different employers and things like that. It's just, it's a beautiful book. It's, um it's written and done, but I'm like, you know, the editing phase is you know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Every time I turn around, take this out, put this there, move this, do that, I'm like, oh, my God, kill me now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had any arguments with your editor yet? None, really. We actually have a really good relationship. <laughs>
1: Sometimes I'll <I'm> like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> we have a really good relationship though but um i like i had to i finally i don't know i was up to like three in the morning the other night (laughs) just (laughs) flowing through me and i redid my whole chapter five and when i submitted it and i was like oh god and when i was like what's she gonna say and Then she was like, This is superb. I was like, Yes, yes. <laughs> like, thank you. She said, Okay, now if you can just do the rest of the chapters like that, I was like, Oh my god.
0: <laughs> right, right. Now you've had them kind of once. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, so I'm like, Great, thank you. Yay! So, but yeah, it feels good. But unleash your inner bad bitch, it should be coming out uh late spring. Um, I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm just yeah, this is like my not necessarily a memoir, but it's just like, how can we get us as, as women? And it's more so like focused on women, mm. like, of course, you know, Alicia in a bad bitch, so right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like tapping in, tapping in, and just becoming the powerful queen that you are. So let's do it
0: <laughs> as we all should. Yes, absolutely. Good. I'd be looking out for that. Good, good. So where can people find you if they want to get their hands on your book or just see what you're up to?
1: Oh, well, I have my beautiful website, drseritabond.com I am on LinkedIn. Um, you can just search me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram, the fashionable PMP. Um, what else? Good grief. I'm everywhere. <laughs> you can find me. But um, <laughs> Yes. Um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Threads, Twitter. And it's weird. I try to keep the names the same, but it doesn't happen that way. So I'm right. <laughs> um, the Fashionable PMP on Instagram. On Threads, it's the same. But Twitter will X I don't know. It, you still have your Twitter link too, which is odd, but whatever. Um, <laughs> like Do something. It's driving me crazy for my PMP <laughs> um, That's fashionable pmp not the fashionable pmp so but yes dr Um and you can keep in touch with the book updates there and uh, connect with me and all my socials
0: and i'm sure they will be dying too after this fabulous conversation so thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us
1: thank you it's been an absolute pleasure i appreciate it so much
0: Is there anything else that you want to throw away? Anything else that's coming up? Or just anything that you want to leave the listeners with as the last thing?
1: Um, No, just do what you can from uh, the sustainable side. Do your part. Even Mm. though it doesn't matter if you're just recycling your plastic in your house. Or if you're just recycling your, your clothes. Donate your clothes. Do your part, babes. I
0: love that. Every little tiny bit helps
1: yes do your part amazing
0: thank you so much dr sarita and we'll hopefully speak to you again sometime soon
1: all right thank you bye